David Hills, local democracy reporter with North Canterbury News and based in Rangiora. Uh, there's an election on, David, well and truly, and uh, perhaps uh, we're seeing our uh, politicians out more than normal in the regions, particularly those who aren't the local MP. There's been a good debate, has there, in Kaikoura? Yes, there's, there's been a good debate. I'm not sure that we're seeing a lot of candidates out because the, the two candidates, well, the candidates' meetings I've been to, the not all the candidates have been there, so I don't know what's what's going on. But there was um, there were only three candidates at a meeting in Pegasus there, um, on Wednesday night for Waimakariri, and there's only four for the Kaikoura electorate on last Monday night out of eleven candidates. So. I suppose they are getting round, but... Um, but not enough. <laughs> not enough, you would have thought. You would have thought you'd see more. And, and, and of course, I think there's 17 registered political parties. So where's all the... So you're only getting three or four at a meeting. It was a good turnout, 100 people uh, for, uh, you know, in, in, a, in a smaller town like that. Um, just, yeah, well, uh, yeah, you're sitting MP Stuart Smith, yeah? Yep, yep. There's uh, sitting MP Stuart Smith from National. Um, Labor's got a young candidate... Um, Emma Dewhurst is in her 30s, and uh, yeah, there was um, New Zealand First and, and the Greens were the other two parties that were represented on the night. So yeah, it was it was a good debate. It was it was pretty tame. The only the only conflict was when um, one one audience member got a bit overexcited about one of the answers, but otherwise, yeah, they they seemed that the candidates actually got on got on well, which was almost surprising. You almost expect conflict at these things, don't you? Yes, or some kind of drama or protest or something. What were the main topics discussed, David? Oh, it was quite a quite a range. There was obviously the economy, um, health, and uh, climate change, and the environment, and and uh, so and then um, someone threw them a bit of a curveball question, asking them to come up with um, at least one policy from their their opponents' parties that they agreed with, or that or that or, or that they liked. And did anyone? So that, that interesting discussion. <laughs> um, were were there questions from the from the floor, or was it just quite tightly managed? Yeah, that one was tightly managed. Um, the one in Pegasus on Wednesday night, there were questions from the floor, and one of them had to be shut down. So, yeah, people can get a bit carried away. How much were they focused on big national issues like um, like the economy, and and how much were local issues in play? Uh, there was there was a bit of both really. Um, certainly, there was a, a lot of discussion around uh, law and order and um, education and uh, and um, health and the economy. But you know, the the local issues certainly got a say. I mean, the the candidates were certainly uh, made aware that uh, you know on on State Highway One, there's the there's the bridge over the Hutanui River that's still one lane. You know, why, why have you got a one-lane bridge on State Highway 1? Um, you know, it was big, there was a, at the Kaikoura electorate meeting, it was sort of raised of, you know, of why, uh, why is the Hidanui district being left out on these things? What about Waimakariri? Uh, and just give us an idea of the, the area that this uh, seat covers, David. Oh, the Waimakariri electorate, um, it covers, geographically, it covers half of the Waimakariri district, but certainly all the population part of the Waimakariri district. And it sort of goes across the the other the south of the Waimak River and to Belfast. And that's, so uh, Belfast obviously is pretty well populated, isn't it? It's just at the northern entrance to um, 
uh, to Christchurch. You've got towns like Oxford, Rangiora, Kaipoi, yeah, and Pegasus. Yeah. Yeah. Pegasus, Woodends, so it's good sized towns, whereas whereas the Kokoda electorate really goes from the Ashley River. So geographically, it's half the Waimakariri district, not much population, and then goes through Hidanui, Kaikoura, right up to the Marlborough Sound. So that's it's probably the biggest, um, geographically, Kaikoura is probably the biggest general electorate. Uh, let's talk about the Waimakariri area then, which is that bit more populated. Yeah. Was there a better turnout of uh, a better turnout of politicians here? No, there was only three at that particular oh, meeting. There was a two that where there was five candidates. So um, yeah, there's so we're not we're not sort of seeing all the candidates in the Waimakariri electorate. Um, you had Matt Ducey of National and Dan Rosewarn of Labour. I think Gordon Malcolm from Democracy NZ turned up as well. Yes, yes. So uh, they had a bit. Of, they had a lively debate. Um, certainly, uh, health and um, law and order and the cost of living were the, were, the, were, the, were the hot topics. There was certainly some discussion about about Pegasus itself. It's interesting, uh, yeah, isn't it? This uh, dependence now on social media and on different ways of uh, of reaching. People, we knew this would happen a bit in this election because people started worrying more about security. They're certainly worried about protesters interrupting everything. But um, mm. it's a bit of a loss, isn't it, when they can't even kind of muster a full, a fullish turnout to to an event like this? Well, especially when the public's turning out. I mean, I think there was eighty at Pegasus and a hundred at um, at uh, Belkin for the Kaikoura meeting and. And uh, the I went to another meeting a couple of weeks ago um, in the Rangiora RSA. There was quite a it's quite a big turnout with grey power there, so that was quite a good turnout. For, mm-hmm. So people are going to the meetings, just not the so people yeah, who uh, they're, they're thinking about voting for. Uh, well, let's be fair; exactly. at least a couple of parties have turned up to both of them. What's the story with the new subdivision in uh, Rangiora, please? Yeah, so so Belgrove, um, it's uh, yeah, it was a was a um, thriving farm for a number of years, but but uh, with Rangiora, the the rate of growth it's had, um, the government uh, sort of chipped in five point seven million dollars from the infrastructure acceleration fund last year, and and so so yeah, it's it's, it's provided employment for um, two local contractors. Uh, they've had fifty people working on site during the. Construction and now the now they're ready to start building houses. So they're looking at um, stage one. I think we'll, we'll we'll get a few hundred houses. There's thirteen hundred houses altogether on a ninety eight hectare site. So um, but housing is certainly much needed in in, in uh, Brungiora with the amount of growth they've had in the last few years. And the the, the key thing about it is that they're the with the you know with the funding for the infrastructure. The housing is going to be a bit cheaper than because uh, houses are, are not quite as expensive as Auckland, but houses are pretty expensive down here. So they're talking about um, the cheapest ones will be sort of from five hundred and eighty-nine thousand. So that's I was sort of looking at the mortgage calculators on the bank and that out from the on the bank websites uh, the other day, and that it certainly seems to be uh, in a range that's probably affordable for a lot of people, which is a good which is a good start. And hopefully it might bring some of the other house prices down because I guess like like everywhere, it's getting very hard for people to, 
to, to find affordable housing. Are, they, are, they, are these properties pre-sold? Because obviously it's a fairly stressful time at the moment for uh, developers and, uh, you know, there's, there's always a risk at times like this that, um, that developments don't get completed. But have these been pre-sold or at least well pre-sold? Uh, they've, they've been uh, 65% pre-sold, mainly, yeah. mainly to builders. So right. They're, they're not pre-sold to the uh, to um, public yet, but from what the the builders were telling me, the the inquiries really picked up in the last few weeks. Well, so. I bet they will at that price and, and with it now near to being underway. Just finally, um, mm, and, go yeah. ahead. Yeah, and no, I was just going to say, you know, they, they, they noted that it's unusual leading up to an election that um, – Usually, uh, real estate goes quiet, apparently, leading, leading up to an election, but not this time around. Now, the new books, just a couple of minutes left to discuss the new books for students at Takura or Tuhiwi. Yes, um, so that's structured literacy has obviously been a hot topic in, um, in, the, in, in the lead up to the election with um, literacy standards going down a bit. Um, but yeah, so at Tuhiwi, they have. Uh, a Māori immersion school, which which uh, they have classes that teach both Te Reo and English. But, of course, they found that when the new structured literacy was introduced at the school three years ago, there was no um, Te Reo resources. So uh, with, with the help from Canterbury University, they've uh, been able to um, get some resourcing and, and they've uh, researched some local stories so they'll, they'll be able to learn about their local whanau when they, when they learn to read, which will make a big difference for the children there, I'm sure, and they want to share the stories with the community. So the, the, there's five books that are going to be published and uh, they'll be made available in the libraries here as well as to the local children to learn about their lo- lo- own community. Wonderful. Thank you, David. David Hill is local democracy reporter based at North Canterbury News in, in uh, Rangiora.